All right, well, good evening and welcome to Good Friday. Um, tonight we're going to do things different than a Sunday morning anyway. Um, tonight is just going to be about uh, preparing our hearts um, for taking communion. For 1,500 years after Jesus uh, was on earth, the center of the service was communion. And it kind of was at the very core of everything that they did. And people would come from miles, journey, just to come and participate in communion. And, uh, you know, for them, they believe something magic happens when you take communion. They literally believed that as you ate the bread and drank of the cup, that somehow God infused in those food and was like inside you. You can see how all of a sudden it means something different. In our very scientific world, it's easy just to be like, yeah, it's a, it's a symbol. And then we kind of move on. And we forget what we're actually doing here. Um, or it's easy to forget. We don't always forget, but it is easy to forget. And so tonight, I wish we're just going to spend some time. We're going to reflect over some verses. Um, and what we're going to be doing is what I, what's called imaginative contemplation. And so I'm going to read some verses. And what you are to do is to close your eyes if you want and um, think about the verses. Like, what do you see when you read these verses? What do you taste? What do you smell? What is the experience that was happening in those times? Kind of reliving it with the scriptures and let the scriptures speak to you in those ways and then at the end of reading the scripture we're going to have just a, a time of a couple minutes garrett's going to play some music for us just to reflect on those verses and then we'll sing a song and then we'll move on to some more verses so we're going to do this like four times and then at the end we're going to uh, take communion and that's what tonight is going to be about so as we get started tonight um I just want to say a few words about kind of what this whole thing symbolizes. Um, we, a lot of us know it, but it's good to reflect over. Um, you see, back uh, in the days of the temple, there was a Holy of Holies, and that was where God would meet with his people. And uh, only the high priest could go in, in there once a year to make a sacrifice for the sins for all the people. This was like ingrained into who they were and what, what it meant to met, meet with God. And it's really amazing that that was the very picture that Jesus was coming to fulfill. And the high priest, as he would go in there, he would make sure that his heart was right before God and that he had cleansed himself. He, he was ready to meet before God. And uh, they would put bells on his robe and a rope around his ankle. And he would go into the Holy of Holies knowing that if he, his heart was not right, God would probably strike him dead. And they put the bells so that they could hear outside of the Holy of Holies when someone fell dead and they could pull him back out. So this idea of meeting with God was really serious business. Um, 
And you think to ourselves, well, that's not how we experience God today, is it? But we, uh, we believe and we know that Jesus came to be that sacrifice. And he came and he provided us the ultimate sacrifice. And when that, and the, it says that the, the uh, curtain was ripped in two, symbolizing we have no longer need for a, a high priest to come and stand in our place because Jesus has paid the ultimate price. And what that means is that we get to have communion with God. We get to go and be in God's presence anytime we want. And it's hard during the activities of the day, whether you're working on your truck or whatever you're doing um, through the day, to feel like I'm like in God's presence in this moment. And so tonight, we want to prepare our hearts you know, there may be parts where you're just feeling like not connected to God or, you know, feeling distance. Um, and this is a time for us to kind of prepare our hearts for that. And we reflect on the gospel that it's not by work that we do that we get to be close to God. It's that God did the work, that Jesus came, died on the cross. It's his work. So all of the sins, all the brokenness in our lives, that does not prevent us from having communion with Christ. If we put our faith in Jesus. And that's what this is all about. That's the good news. It's not on our work. It's on his work. And so we reflect on that. And in uh, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty eight, it says, uh, let a person examine himself then, and so eat the bread and drink the cup. And we examine ourselves not to see, oh, are we good enough, like the high priest, right? We examine ourselves to like, do I... Do I really believe that Jesus was real? Do I believe that he's in my place? So when we come, we really come with our garbage. We come with our sin. We come and say, like, I cannot earn this. I'm coming with my, all my baggage and all my sins. That's what a heart who's ready to meet with God says. Here I am, and God's here to love us, to forgive us, and to commune with us, to meet with us. So that's what we're going to do tonight. I'm going to I'm going to pray real quick, and, um, and then we're going to start going to the first series of verses. Um, and there's no sermon. That was it, right? Just reflecting on how we got to, uh, to, this, to this night. Um, and so it's up, on, up to you guys to, to get out of it what you will. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you. Um, and then at the end, we'll, I'll lead you guys into taking communion. Uh, we're going to be doing some songs. You don't need to stand. Just sit, reflect, sing if you want. And uh, just have this a time where you get to meet with God um, in whatever way God wants to speak to you. So let's pray. Dear Lord, we come uh, in your name, in the name of Jesus, uh, not by anything that we've done, Lord, but because of what your work was on the cross. Lord, we ask you to meet with us tonight help us sort through all of the baggage of our lives. Lord, we, we want to meet with you. And you've promised where two or three are gathered in your name, you are here. We believe that you are present tonight. I pray that you would speak to each of our hearts. You draw us close to you. And as we take communion, that we would honor you um, in your sacrifice and the good news that you came to save us. In the name of Jesus, the highest of high priests, 
who sacrificed on our behalf. In your name alone we pray. Amen. All right, so this first section is we rest, Jesus does the work. So that's the concept we're going to be reflecting on here. Um, I'm going to be reading John 13, 3 through 8. So just close your eyes and try to picture what was going on, and then we're just going to reflect on it. It says this, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper. He laid aside his outer garments and taking a towel, he tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, do you wash my feet? And Jesus answered him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but afterward you will understand. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no share with me. Let's reflect on these words. Behold the Lamb 
takes away our sin Behold the Lamb of God Now fix your eyes on Him I've heard of you how you set forth time but you walked with us you lived and died i've heard of you how you sent a flood but you washed us clean with your own blood i've heard so many But now I see Behold the Lamb of God Who takes away our sin Behold the Lamb of God Now faith your eyes on him the God who's over us he is here now with us the God who reigns above he is the God who loves the God who is our judge is he who pleads for us the God who gave us life, He is the God who died. He is the God who to the next section, um, and we titled this, We Let Go Because God is in Control. So we read, later that night, Luke 22, uh, verses 41 and 42, 42, when Jesus in the garden, it says, and he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And then in John 18, 3 through 11, just picture this scene. So Judas, having procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests, and Pharisees went there with lanterns and torches and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing all that would happen to him, came forward and said to them, 
Whom do you seek? And they answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. And he said to them, I am he. Jesus, Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. And when Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. So he asked them again, Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these men go. And then in verse 10, it says, Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into its sheath. Shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? Shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? Let's think about these words. Jesus, I surrender all to Him I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence day. Jesus, I surrender humbly at his feet. I bow worldly pleasures all forsaken. Take me, Jesus, take me now. I surrender. Blessing fall on me. 
stop hiding. Jesus sees us and still loves us. Starting uh, Luke 22, verse 54. Then they seized him and they led him away, bringing him to the high priest's house. And Peter was following at a distance. And when they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat down among them. Then a servant girl, seeing him as he sat in the light and looked closely at him, said, This man was also with him. But he denied it, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And a little later, someone else saw him and said, You are also one of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. And after an interval of about an hour, still another insisted, saying, Certainly this man also was with him, for he too is a Galilean. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are talking about. And immediately while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And I don't know what you're envisioning of how the Lord is looking at Peter. So I want to read this next verse, Mark 10, 21. And this is when the rich young ruler kind of 
turned his back on Jesus. And it says, and Jesus looking at him, loved him. Let's reflect on these words. Apart, we are joined as one 
next section um, we reflect on we are freed Jesus takes our place like Barabbas Jesus takes our place uh, we're going to read uh, John, Luke 23 18 through 25 but they all cried out together away with this man and release to us Barabbas a man who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection started in the city and for murder Pilate addressed them once more, desiring to release Jesus. But they kept shouting, crucify him, crucify him. And a third time he said to them, why, what evil has he done? I have found in him no guilt deserving death. I will therefore punish and release him. But they were urgent, demanding with loud cries that he should be crucified. And their voices prevailed. So Pilate decided that their demand should be granted. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, for whom they asked, but he delivered Jesus over to their will. And I'm going to skip ahead here. Uh, Mark 15, 37 through 39. We see Jesus on the cross, and he says, Jesus uttered a loud cry, and he breathed his last and the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. 
And when the centurion who stood facing him saw that, in, saw, saw that in this way, he breathed his last. He said, truly this man was the son of God. Let's reflect on this. Exalt 
exalted high hallelujah what a took bread and after blessing it he broke it and gave it to the disciples and he said take eat this is my body and he took a cup and when he had given thanks he gave it to them saying drink of it all of you for this is the blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins we're going to just take a minute, and uh, while Garrett is doing the last two songs here, um, come and take communion together. And as we come, we're declaring that we are sinners and that we need his forgiveness. We're declaring that he alone is God. And if you can say those things, we invite you to come and participate. we remember as we grab the bread how close Jesus is that we can actually be in his presence we can be almost so close that we can touch him just let's think about how those early Christians uh, participated in communion and how special it is that we get to do this
Christ my Redeemer with arms open wide endured the sting of my sin in his side beaten and bloody with eyes fixed on mine the love of a Savior poured out for his bride. Kid and lifeless, our king on a tree. Sinners and scoffers gather to see the gruesome, the ugly, the weight of the fall. Poured out on Jesus, the Savior of Descended to cover the land. Silence and stilled in tomb was the lamb. Death for a moment held hope in the grave. But Christ, my Redeemer, could not be contained. your sting. The grave that is empty, there is a king. A king who is risen. A king who will reign. A king who is coming and coming again.
Easter morning is coming, and we've been focusing so much on uh, Christ's sacrifice and, uh, and how blessed we are for it. But Easter morning is coming, and uh, so we don't leave without hope. Um, and that is a really important thing that we know. Um, as we finish, I'm just going to ask you guys if you want to stay and just enjoy the candles or pray some more. Uh, we're just going to let you guys do that, and uh, for those of you guys who are ready to go, I would just ask you to kind of be respectful of others and kind of keep your conversation to a minimum until you kind of get out into the lobby. But we're just going to sit and uh, enjoy um, the evening and uh, God's presence here with us. Let me just close us in a word of prayer. Lord God, we thank you. For the cross, we thank you for saving us. We thank you that you love us no matter what. Lord, and we just bask in your 
love towards us. That while we were yet sinners, you died for us. And that you look at us with love. We thank you for that. We thank you for your presence that it's always here that we could enter it. Help us in our lives to to take your presence with us, that we would be a light in the dark world that we live in. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.